Well, hello everyone. Uh, my name is Michael. And I'm Jason. And you are listening in on another great episode of Battle of the Bulls. All right, so Jason, tell us what we're doing today. So we're doing something really interesting because we have a trio this time, a trio of bulls in front of us, and we're talking about curry. Curry. Um, in addition to this being interesting, we also do not have a name for this episode. We don't have a name. Uh, we had some ideas for the name of this episode. But audience, by the time you hear this, we will have a name. And it's going to be such a good name. You guys are going to laugh out loud. <laughs> It's going to be great. Um, I'm, I'm happy we were able to give that to you guys. I'm happy we were able to make your day with that that name that yeah, we chose. Very much so. Um, so today we're doing curry. Yeah. Yeah. Curry's interesting. It's like a – I guess how would you describe curry? Well, um, you know, curry is most famously from India. Yeah. And there it means sauce. Right. And that just goes to show what – a wide, you know, variety curry really has. Uh, to them, you can't really define it. Yeah, I think like, to me, curry is like it's like usually like it's like a gravy or sauce. Yeah, and it tends that's, to be like kind of spice dashy. That's what I was gonna say. They they add a lot of spices or herbs yeah, to it, yeah. like very like heavily, much more so than a normal gravy, which is usually just like meat based. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the ones in front of us right now do have like. A significant level of like spices and herbs in them and you almost and always eat it over carbs yeah i mean all three of the ones we have in front of us are all rice yep but all rice we have something interesting to say about the rice don't we <laughs> we do we do <laughs> but we'll get um, to that later <laughs> that goes with the curry though but before we start diving into the different kinds of curry let's uh give a few shout outs to our cool restaurant partners yeah yeah so um do you want me to begin yep so we actually got um our Japanese curry from oh yes we have three different curries from oh, three different countries I'm I forgot so about sorry. this we forgot about that guys <laughs> um, yeah sorry um, <laughs> hectic day uh, <laughs> yeah so um yeah we have three different countries so that's it that's one of the few times we've actually done three countries on this podcast so far that's true that's um, true do you want me to go through what the countries are uh yes please okay so we have Thai curry Thai, Thai curry we have and we have Indian curry mm-hmm. and we have Japanese curry. That's pretty representative of curries. It really is. We're not really I, missing that many uh, civilizations. Yeah, I know exactly. Like we're we're really covering a lot of it. I mean, there are certain like maybe like an African curry, but I mean, a lot of those are heavily influenced by Indian, Indian curry. curry. So, or you know, like we're missing out on. I guess you could call British curry a thing. British curry, yeah, which is also heavily influenced mm. by Indian curry. Mm-hmm. So I think we're seeing there's a lot of Indian influence in general here. Yeah, you um, know, like uh, Malay, Singaporean, yeah, exactly. Uh, Koreans, which is kind of a weird take on the Japanese curry. Yeah, you even have Chinese curry, which is like a really yellow curry. Yeah, yeah, and then you have like curry worst. Curry worst. Oh, in Germany. Oh man, that's so true. Yeah, curry yeah. worst is curry is all over the place. Curry is a wonderful thing, and I think the thing is that we often get kind of misguided about the different. A lot of people in North America, well, they'll be like, "Oh, I'm making curry," and look at like a bottle of curry powder from the grocery store, and they'll just throw that onto some meat. With yeah, some and you know the meat just ends up tasting like anise and it kind of makes you sneeze a little yeah exactly and it's very like one note yeah and there's like no like depth to it it's very interesting i mean i used to do that when i used to make curry when i was like a little kid (laughs) i was like as a little kid i was like oh curry powder it's it's curry it's curry you know you have your mac and cheese throw some curry powder in there it's curry Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah um now we can finally talk about our three restaurants right right sorry yeah we actually we got a little sidetracked yeah (laughs) 
Um, should join me begin again. So we have one from it's. I believe it's just called Mister Japanese Curry. It's a, it's a brand. That's new, as straightforward as it gets. It's a brand new curry place from from uh, from. Yeah. So yeah, so that's where the Japanese curry is from. Uh, <laughs> should, should we tell them what what we got from there? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, like you know, most people can kind of imagine what a Japanese curry is. It's usually like a braised beef of some sort. Yeah, braised with potatoes beef. and onions. A little and... bit like sweeter than a normal. But ours curries. is fucking out of this world. Yeah. So this one is. It's called. I think it's called the the Mister Mister Curry stamina. Mister Curry. Rice. It has the stamina on top of it, which is which is this like sh- like sliced pork and onions that's sautéed with soy sauce. And it's also topped with cheese and egg and a deep fried prawn and of course a beef curry all on top oh of rice. My god. It's like it's a big thing. Like this is a big meal. It's chaotic evil. It's huge. It yeah. Um do you want to tell them about the uh the Indian one? Yeah, so we um ended up getting a lamb vindaloo from Handi Indian I think it's just called Handi Indian cuisine. Yeah, I think it's called it's Indian on Indian. uh either Broadway or fourth Broadway, no, it's on Broadway, Broadway and Broadway. it's really close to 10th and Alma. Yeah. And, um, you know, lamb vindaloo because like what more can be like the king of all meats in Indian cooking exactly. than a lamb. Right. And a classic preparation. Like classic. Vindaloo. vindaloo is the like vindaloo masala and like, like butter chicken, butter chicken. is probably Are- the three key western yeah indian dishes yeah and then your three key proteins would be probably lamb chicken and paneer I'd yeah say, or the three yeah. main proteins and you know to wrap off our holy trinity of curries is a dish i know all too well yeah i know a real it's well. a uh you know chicken green curry from thai basil yeah and thai basil our viewers might remember that thai basil was featured in our very first episode they really were it was. i think yeah. this is not even their second feature it might be their third it might be their third feature because yeah we got they got the pad thai with this mango and sticky rice in our yeah. very first episode yeah. with the spaghetti and meatballs yeah so, um okay well that being said i want to dig in it I'm is right. it is almost 9 p.m i'm hungry <laughs> uh i say we do the japanese curry first i agree i think it's it's a nice like mild one it's like yeah good i think start. we ordered all of them as pretty hot didn't so we? we ordered this one at level two out of four i think oh god so it's 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 not hot but it's not not chilly our uh, production assistant wade earlier tried one of the curries and told me that i shouldn't even be wearing clothes so yeah we'll see how this goes so <laughs> all right um three two one cheers mm. well firstly that's delicious that's some nice Japanese curry. I love Japanese curry. That's so good. Mm. You know, I think the key differentiator between Japanese curries from others is that it is tangy and thick. And then it's sweet too. And not very greasy. No. It's thick. It's like it's like a thick, sweet stew with curry flavor in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's similar to a uh, like a ragu. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like a mix between like yeah, a French stewed beef. There's definitely something European going on here. No, definitely. I, I just can't put my finger on it. Mm. It's one of my favorite curries, actually. I think it's something that's kind of underrepresented. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. The egg. I don't think I've ever. Oh, we forgot. It also has cheese on it too. 
Yeah, what the fuck? Where did that come from? This curry place, they went all out with this dish. Mm. It's really good. I'm really happy with this one. Me too. Um, um, I'm kind of sad they don't deliver to my house. Because, honestly, this is enough for, like, that thing they gave us is enough for, like, two meals just by itself. Mm-hmm. It's hefty. Yeah. Have you ever made Japanese curry on your own? I've used I've used the little box thing. Yeah, I have too, but I think that's the way you do it. Yeah, like the Glico curry. Or yeah, that's a classic. You know, like you can't go wrong buying this easy to make at home kind of curry. I actually bought the hottest version of one of those. Oh my god! I bought the extra extra hot. How did that go for and you? It was pretty hot. It was pretty <laughs> hot. Um, yeah, there's something about Japanese curry that, that sweetness. It's just, it's such a nice round flavor. I think so too. It's, um, you know, most curries you wouldn't go ahead and call comfort food. Yeah. But this definitely is. Yeah, exactly. Especially in like North America. I think anyone from North America eating Japanese curry would be like, wow, that's warming. And like, whereas like a lot of other ones they would just say are like exotic, you know? Mm-hmm. This yeah. is very like, like home style. Yeah. I'm going to go like, in for Like a grandma food. cooked this, you know? Exactly. Mm. Well, I mean... Knowing the fucking curry we're eating right now with whatever stamina is, it was made by a grandma that has a TikTok, but... Honestly, it very well could be. Mm-hmm. They had some very odd names for their, mm-hmm. their curries. What does it do? Does it give you more stamina? Yeah, so it, that's what it's supposed to be. It's like the extra protein or something. It's kind of nice having that pork on top. Mm-hmm. I think it's pork belly. Like very thinly sliced pork belly. Yeah. I find that not a lot of cultures will mix meat with other meats, and I really appreciate that this restaurant did. True. That's such a very good observation. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. You're right. It is meat with meat. <laughs> What's? I mean, it's good meat with good meat. Yep. Yep. Ma'am. Um, I kind of want to move on. Yeah, I'm good to move on, too. Um, I mean, In- fantastic. Indian? I was going to say, I was going to say go to Thailand first. Okay, let's go to Thailand. Because I feel like Thailand is kind of the middle ground, or India is really, really like powerful. Thailand, yeah. Thailand is still has some subtlety. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's try this Thai basil. It has this is chicken too, right? This chicken, is chicken, chicken green curry with eggplant. All right, let's do it. It's a classic flavor. It's a classic. Actually, I might get some more sauce. You want some more sauce? I think I'm okay. Um, mm. you know. Key themes that really stick out with Thai curry is uh, the use of ginger. Yeah, the use of like ginger and like herbs and stuff like lime and leaf and coconut stuff. milk. And the coconut milk. That would be the biggest thing for me. Is it has that really like rich coconutty flavor. Yeah, you know, Thai curries and like Southeast Asian curries in general are, have their signature creaminess that other mm-hmm. curries just do not have. And something interesting that's, that really separates Thai curry is... They instead of using like curry spices and stuff like that, instead they use a curry paste. Mm, they make it into yeah. a paste and then they add it to coconut milk. Mm-hmm. So it's a completely different method of, I guess you could say, administering the curry to the to the food. <laughs> I mean, that's a really horrible word for it, isn't it? But uh, but it's still like it's very distinct. It also has a sweetness to it. Yeah. Um. This one's more sweet. Mm-hmm. It has like a. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Um, hmm. And another thing about it is that, well, one, they put a lot of vegetables in it. There's always a lot of vegetables. 
It's like too really... many for my own liking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost refreshing curry, to be honest. It is. Me. It is. Um, it's really nice. I really like it. Um, I do think, though, that it is because we got a green curry. Yeah, that's true. And I guess that's something we can talk about. There's, like, certain types of curry. I mean, the base curries are, like, green, red, and yellow. Yeah. Um, which is really cool because they actually differentiate the color curries by color. Yeah. Which is a super cool idea because, I mean – in what other cuisine that. does that? Exactly, right? Whereas, like, Japan, it's all brown. Yeah. There's nothing all, but all brown. brown. It all tastes the same. <laughs> India, you get you get variety, but I don't think you dis- distinguish it by that type of variety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in, like, Thailand, you know, depending on the color, they will only work with certain ingredients. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Green curry will almost never work with seafood. You don't see that happening anytime That's soon. That's true. Yellow curry almost always has some sort of potato or mm. onion. Yeah, because then you also have like Penang and Massaman mm-hmm. curry, right? Mm-hmm. Which are always which ones? Which one's the one? Massaman is brown and it's got peanuts. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And Penang is just some weird version of a red curry. Mm. You know, um, I am kind of dismayed to say that. After trying the Japanese curry, my palate got kind of killed. <laughs> so eating the green curry tastes just a little bit like eating white rice. Now, that's something I was kind of thinking about. Is curry is such a powerful flavor? Like mm-hmm. all of them are so powerful. Yeah, I feel like they're really competing for for attention. Attention. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, you and I are the only psychos that'll have three different curries sitting on their plate. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. Literally, I'm, I've never seen someone eat. A Thai curry, a Japanese curry, and Indian curry on the same plate. This is also the first time I've done it. <laughs> I think some people will be appalled by this idea. Uh, shout out to Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Gordon Ramsay fan. Me too. You know, if Gordon Ramsay were here, which one would he like the most, do you think? Oh, that's hard. I mean, he's British, so Indian. Indian. Probably Indian. <laughs> he even, like, tries to cook Indian food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Actually, he's actually technically Scottish, and even Scott, I believe, you know, like the um, the what's it called? Tikka masala was. I think it was supposed to be it's supposedly invented in Scotland. Jesus, but by, by like Indian immigrants, but but still in in Scotland, because yeah, yeah, because you know, India's. You know, we keep talking about colonialism, but India's culture goes back. Like, its ties with the European world goes back a long, long, Very true. long, long time. With, like, the spice trade and the spice route, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that kind of – I mean, we haven't quite like, like when, anyone. Like, when, you know, famous European, like, murderers slash explorers set sail for the East Indies. This was find, it. This is what they were looking This they, was pretty much it. They were looking for these spices mm-hmm. that's in these curries. I mean, who finally of, found it? I think it was Magellan, wasn't it? Who Magellan was the one to go around. I mean, the first person to ever go over to not the first person to ever actually. Oh, you didn't say Marco Polo. Well, yeah, he didn't actually go over there. He wasn't actually the first person to go over. But he also didn't go to India. He never made it. Yeah, he never he, made he, it. He got caught and and just stayed in China. Yeah, but his in, but not even his intention. I guess was just to build the road. But he didn't actually do that. His friend, I, his friend slash dad slash family made it. Yeah, exactly. It's. It's one of those stories where I think it's just it's it's, it's more for for it's more for our sake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Enough about Thai. I want to try this Indian. 
Um, I mean, we actually been talking about the Indian one for a second. Yeah, we, you know, we we started analyzing before we even tried it. But I mean, I think the Indian one does have the most. I mean, at least I think we know the most about the Indian one because it is the classic, right? It is a classic. When you think of curry, you think of something like this. Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and take a bite now. Uh. Mm. Yeah, you know one oh key factor I've seen throughout Indian curry is that. Indian curry compared to other curries is much more savory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like heavily reliant on okay spices, salt, and its lack of dairy. Yeah, or no, lack of creamer. Some some have cur- cream though. Some have cream. Some have cream. Like mm-hmm. like a butter chicken is creamy. This one is a little weird. I've had a vindaloo before, but mm-hmm. this one is sour. Why is it so, sour? Vindaloo is an interesting one because vindaloo has vinegar in it. Hmm. So vindaloo is an actual sour, sour curry. But this one is, like, very sour. It varies, I find. Mm-hmm. They've definitely gone for the more sour root on this one. Mm-hmm. But vindaloo is typically famous for being sour and spicy. It is spicy. Yeah. I don't need some heat. It is very spicy. And but- our big thing about vindaloo is it's one of the few that has potatoes in it. Did you get a potato? Do you want me to share the potato? Oh, I have two potatoes. Here, I'll give you a potato. Thank you. I only got a carrot. You got a carrot? Mm-hmm. There's carrots? Yeah. <laughs> like a fat cube of carrot. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, okay. I like Indian food. Vindaloo's are great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What other great Indian curry dishes do you like? I like uh, I like Jafralzis. Oh, oh, yes. Does um, that count as a curry? Mm-hmm. That would. Um... We were actually talking about this earlier. I love like the the Goan fish curry. Oh yep, yep, yep. Um, I forgot where it is, but there's this one curry that also has she has mustard in it, which is super cool. Mm-mm. Um, it's like Malabar or something, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Um, we were talking about paneer dishes too. Mm-hmm. Um, like we both were saying like shahi paneer. Shahi paneer is fucking great. Um, other paneer dishes. <laughs> um. Paneer is great. It's one of my favorite things. It's it's cheese for people that don't know that. It's a, it's a fresh cheese that's turned into it's like goat milk cheese. Is it goat milk? Interesting. I believe it's goat milk. And it's it's used as as the protein for a lot of curries. And if you have a dairy allergy, it it will be your worst nightmare. <laughs> that's true. I, I had to learn that the hard way. <laughs> mm. Especially with fresh cheese, they have a lot more lactose in them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so something with Indian curries. It is the. Ooh. The spiciest in Germany is the heat also, I think, has the most spices. Yeah, um, I mean, like, I don't know. Okay, this is kind of off topic. It's not really curry related. It's more spices related. But there's this really famous um, Indian dish. It's called, I think it's called, like, Chicken 64 or something. Mm. Have you heard of this? I think you told me about this. Okay, (laughs) it's bright fucking red. Like, you don't understand, like... Oh, mm. 65. Mm. Our production assistant, mm. Way just told us. He said it's so fucking good. And, you know, it's chicken 65. It's bright red. It's like Twizzlers red. Wow, okay. And this thing is crusted. But it's not breading. There's no flour. There's no eggs. It's crusted with spice. Mm. And the reason it's called 65 is because rumor has it, they use 65 spices. Wow. You know what that reminds me of? What? In Mexico, with mole. In mole, they often yeah. have 
like like sixty ingredients in their one mole. Yeah. So I guess when you can think about it, mole is kind of Mexico's not answer because they did it separate times, separate mm-hmm. groups. But it's their version of a curry. Yeah, it's just a very spiced, thick sauce. Yeah, exactly. Spiced, yeah. thick sauce. I mean, they're completely different in flavor. But yeah, yeah. The, the concept's there. And I mean... Yeah, damn. Something also I kind of wanted to bring up um, was the fact of the different carbs that are on these plates. Yeah. So we have... It's all rice, but there are only <clears throat> three different types of rice. Yeah. One is a very short grain... Yeah, pre-vinegared sushi rice. Yeah, exactly. Japanese rice is very short grain, very yeah. sticky. Yeah. And the shorter the grain rice you have, the sticky. And the craziest is. thing about it is it's not wet. It's just naturally sticky. It's sticky. It's cuz it's like starch, I think. Um yeah. And then uh, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, we have the Indian long grain basmati rice. Yes. Yeah. This kind of like rolls in your mouth a little. It's easy to just kind of just eat. Yeah. Uh, um, and it's usually not served on its own. In our case, we've got peas, but I know it usually comes with like cumin and stuff too, if you want. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. Cause it's kind of like this, like cool, it's like a rice dish almost too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the interesting thing is yeah. The Indian rice. Yeah. Often has a bunch of extra stuff in it. Yeah. 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 I'm, it's just so cool to have three different types of rice on one plate. Yeah. It's very uh, rare. With Thai, you, you just have regular jasmine. Jasmine, which is another – it's a kind of classic rice. Um, you know, Thai basil is usually great, but they kind of fucked it up this time. Yeah. It's a little, like, wet. It's a little wet. It's a little wet. It's a little wet. I mean, it can be it's hard. It's usually supposed to be moist, but, like, this is but just, not, like, not wet. wet. It's wet. Yeah. It's, it's super cool. I mean, I really love how curries are an expression of a country's use of spices mm-hmm. and – uh, and it's like it's really an expression of like the flavors and the qualities that a country is looking for in their food. I agree. I mean, like India is all about big, powerful flavors, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. As I said, like honestly, like for like a lot of people in North America, you consider it very exotic. Meals, um, meals in India is definitely you know not for the boring. Right? Exactly. If you're boring, get the fuck out of India. Yeah, exactly. And then so <laughs> that's one way to put it. Uh, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I guess it's a compliment. They've only interesting people there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, then green curry is, is all about. I feel like subtlety. Like it's so. all about the individual cool like herbs and like spices and like fresh roots. Like you said, like ginger and stuff all in it. You know, it's all this like cool, super cool. Like it's supposed mix. to feel natural. Exactly. When you eat it, you know? Right. Like, yeah. You feel like you're eating like like if you were in like a forest full of spices. You and feel like you're eating stuff. Thailand. That's exactly. What it is. Yeah. yeah. And you know, sometimes you get like lime leaf in it and stuff. Yeah. And then, meanwhile, you got Japanese curry, which is, like, your classic, like, what Japan does to all food. Yeah. They just take it and they Japanify it. Exactly. Right? It's, it's, that's a, that's a, it's a perfect way to say it. Yeah. Perfect way to say it. And it's so cool. And, you know, the Japanese love to, like, make it kind of a make-your-own. Like, this Japanese curry place, you could get a bowl of curry and then you could put whatever toppings you want on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, exactly. It's super cool how that works. Yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah, I think also their use of vegetables is very different. I mean, like you said, the green curry has like eggplant and like sometimes there's like yeah. other vegetables. I know in it. sometimes there's like you know bell peppers, bamboo yeah. shoots, stuff like that. It's a lot more. Uh, it's I want to say Chinese, but I'm mean, it's probably just East Asian. I'd say right? it's like yeah, it's like a veg. It's just like vegetable heavy. In yeah, 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 yeah. I think Thailand does use a lot more vegetables than other countries. Yeah, I, I mean the Japanese one. Very rarely any vegetables. Yeah. And then the Indian one, you have curries that are just vegetables. Yep. Like you'll get curries that are just like just spinach. You'll get a curry that's like just 
like, I don't know, potatoes, just yeah. cauliflower. Moreover, is- depending on the curry, India also focuses so much more on the sauce itself and the ingredients that go with it. Right. Like, yeah. I know, you know, um, with curry, you're supposed to eat the sauce even after you've had the solid pieces of meat and stuff. Yeah. You, you know, take your naan, stick it in the sauce, you swirl it around and you put it in your mouth. Like, whereas, you know, if we have a green curry here, I mean, some people will definitely sip the curry, but like, yeah, we're probably not going to use the rest of this sauce anytime soon, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Meanwhile, Japanese curry high key doesn't have a sauce. Yeah. It's such a thick goop that it just kind of dissolves into your rice. It's a stew. Yeah, it's it's a stew. Honestly, I think it's a stew that happens to have curry like spices. Whereas the other ones, where the Indian curry is is a spice mixture that happens to have a stew like consistency. Yep, yep, yep. And then green curry, I mean, well the one thing about the another thing about Thai curry is it's a lot thinner in texture. Yeah, I mean, it so I would I would say with the exception of masaman. That's true. There's in some ways they are thicker. Like this is a very thin one. This is like watery. Yeah. Uh, but some days they are a bit thicker. Um but I mean it always varies. So there's this very much more like it like sinks into the rice. You know, it like like it's like a soup with rice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yep. it's like kind of cool that way. I mean, they're all just so different. I love like comparing these differences. I do too. Um, I think you know there's definitely more time and space to explore other curries. There are definitely some yeah. that we have missed. Yeah. Well, like we said, there was even other curry applications in other cultures, right? Like there's yeah. curry all over. Definitely yeah. all over. Definitely all over. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Out of all of these today, which was your favorite? That's so hard, man. I think for I, me, gonna, I have an obvious one. I actually. I think I know what my my favorite was today. Which is your favorite? I think I like the Japanese one. The me best as today. well. You know, for it's... me, just right from the get go, the second <laughs> I saw it, I really did judge a book by its cover. But damn, was I right? And I, I don't think that that's a reflection of just Japanese curry is better. I just think that this Japanese curry was so well executed, and we made like the right choice of like what thing to order. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I would say actually for Indian curry, Mindaloo is not my favorite curry. Like I love a lot of like Indian curries has so many varieties, so many varieties of curry. And I think there's like some more interesting options than just Vindaloo. I mean, Vindaloo is great. I love Vindaloo, but there's just so many options. Whereas Japanese curry, you get the one option. Yeah. And then yeah. Thai curry. I mean, Thai curry, I feel like Thai curry is amazing when you feel like in the mood for Thai curry. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not sure if like Thai curry is the mood I'm feeling in right now. Me neither. I think it also kind of goes towards, you know, what's available in our immediate area. Yeah. Um, Japanese curry in Vancouver does tend to be kind of a uh, a rarity, I would say. Yeah. And when you do find it, it's definitely a prized possession. Which whatever restaurant offers it will make it well. Exactly. Um, Indian curry, it's really just any end of the spectrum. Whatever restaurant you pick, it could be good, it could be bad. Sure. Today we just happen to pick like a pretty average one based out of convenience. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think we were trying to find something that's reflective, and I think we did find yeah. something that's reflective yeah. of Indian curry. It's just I think with Indian curry, it's like it's like looking at a whole cuisine. There's just too many. There's too yeah. It's many. it's like saying like what's your favorite pasta? You know, like yeah, it's like like do you like red sauce, white sauce? You know, like stuff like that. Yeah. Or do yeah. you like like you like shells? Sauce? You like rotini? Exactly. You like right? Like we're, yeah. so like for me, that's like kind of the situation we face with Indian curry. It's not that the Indian curry is not my favorite type of curry because I love Indian curry. It's just that this particular type is not my favorite type of Indian curry. And, you know, with the Thai curry, I feel like Thai food in Vancouver is a lot like sushi in Vancouver. Yeah. It's been – it's become fast foodified. Oh, 100%. So, you know, the Thai curry that we got from Thai basil today – we love Thai basil. We love Thai basil. Thai basil is fantastic. Thai basil, you know, is close. Yeah. It's fast. It's convenient. 
It's economical, and yeah. that's really all you need to know to kind of guess what kind of a curry this is. Thai basil is like your everyday. Like you can go to this place every day. Like the other ones, I can't get every day. Yeah. Um, Thai basil is something that you can get every single day of the week. You eat the Thai green curry from Thai basil to get full. Yeah. You know? Agreed. Whereas, yeah. you know, for this Japanese curry, you don't eat it to get full. You eat it to get like fun out of it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Man. They're all so good, though. I, I know. Fuck, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah. I'm definitely going to be ordering from all these places again. I think so, too. I mean, I'm a regular order from Handi and Thai Basil, but yeah, I'm exactly. definitely going to add Mr. Japanese Curry to my list. Yeah, Mr. Japanese Curry was really, really good. Yeah. I'm very happy with it. Yeah. Um, And with that, I'm happy with this episode. Yeah, I mean, honestly, there's so much we could talk about with curry. I think it's, so. You know, you and I can rant about this forever, but we should leave that for a day where we decide to do like a marathon or something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, if the viewers, sorry, the listeners, I always forget that. <laughs> if the listeners want to hear more about curry, let us know. Yep. We're more than happy to make more curry episodes with more different types of curry. In fact, yeah. we could even do like a taste test taste where we test. make like the spiciest curry or something. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, our audience. Again, for tuning in weekly and listening to Battle of the Bulls. Thank you, Jason, so much for once again being my co-host on this show. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> yeah, and you know, this was Battle of the Bulls. We will see you next week.